It's time for Loud Pipes, the podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from R-Dub Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, or wherever sufficient bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. Loud Pipes, episode 77. We're going to get into the details of what makes a new motorcycle model. And we are pleased to report that the fashionista still has an iron butt. So before we get into our guest for this evening, Mr. Hogan, how are you, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, Another wind up. Yeah. How's my people's doing tonight? Doing good. So nice to be on the line. The weather's gorgeous. Been getting a tiny bit of riding. Yeah. And the beer is Tiny cold. bit. Tiny bit. I know. Won't, won't. <laughs> what do you have for a beverage, my friend? Oh, my man. I'm going to see if you can recognize the sound. Mm-hmm. Oh, sweet music. And? And? Ah, it's the same one as last show. It's a Heineken. <laughs> oh. You could make something up. Come on now. It's radio. I could have, but that would be fair. All right. Thunderstroker. What are you drinking, John? You know, guys, keeping up with the tradition of a new beer for the week. Oh? Yep. So tonight, it's a new Belgium Day Blazer Easy Going Ale. Wow. In a... Wow, look at, look at John. I'm proud of him. Oh, Daywalker. It's not like a vampire drink. <laughs> no, it's a Dayblazer. <laughs> Dayblazer? Dayblazer. You know, like, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a blade joke, but it's okay. I think there's a song in there, Thunderstroker drinking a Dayblazer. Hey. Mm. Hey. Mm. Okay. Mm. Anyway, enjoy, John. It's pretty good, too. All right, I guess I'm what next. Are you, what are you drinking over there? <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> I know. I, I forgot. I was sipping. It was tasting good. Uh, going through my Brooklyn Brewery mix pack. This is a nice little IPA, of course, that they put together and is the official beer of New York Comic Con. This is the Defender. Just simply called Defender IPA. Lovely. Lovely. Defender. Mm-mm. It sounds like. An outlaw. An outlaw. <laughs> All right. An enjoy, outlaw. fellas. All right. So let's bring in our special guest. Everyone should be familiar with our next guest by now. This will be her third trip to Loud Pipes. And I guess we were we were good little boys in Barber. One in the cup. So <laughs> Deb was nice enough to join us again. And you probably know Deb as the fashionista who has an iron butt. She is a feature columnist for BMW Owner's News Magazine and possibly something new. Hey, Deb, how are you? Well, hey, guys. How you doing tonight? We are doing fabulous. Yeah, yeah. Awesome, awesome. You know the routine at this point. You have suds or something fermented? Well, tonight I actually do have suds. I have got a beautiful New Belgium Citradelic Tangerine IPA. Oh, love that one. Check a wow, check a wow, wow. That is a good one. Delicious, delicious. I, I almost picked one of those up tonight. Hmm. How about that? 
maybe that'll be in your next beer trip. Nice. Ooh, yeah. It's really good too. Mm. Very good. So yeah, so we have two different segments for this evening. The first one we're going to get into um, in terms of a new topic is sort of what what classifies as a new motorcycle model. And we'll talk about why that's a topic in a second. And then <laughs> more importantly, maybe is we're going to get an update from Deb on what she's been doing, writing, riding, blogging, adventures, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. So let's start with our first new topic. All right, so Rico already gave me a hard time for this, but I'm going to start with Harley. <laughs> and you know where this is going. The new Road King special, or as we like to say, the especial. <laughs> so I think we universally agreed this probably shouldn't be a new model. I mean, maybe this could be a trim package or even just something you pick up from the accessory catalog. It's kind of what we landed on. But then when you look through the lineup, Street Glide, Street Glide Special, Road Glide, Road Glide Special, there's not a lot of difference between those two. So in that regard, then I say it fits for Harley. But overall, we're, we're struggling with the idea of a new model. Yeah, so any, It's kind of tough. I was going to say, any other thoughts on that, Rico, before we get to uh, giving you some of the business too? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh now, um, any other thoughts on that? Uh, we can get into discussion after we talk about mine. Well, do, you've had a week to simmer it or two. Yeah. Do you like it any more or less than when you first saw it, the the Road King special? Well, the more I look at it, yeah, I could see the appeal, but I still don't like it. All right. All right. I'll put my two cents in. You ready for my two cents? And probably jumping ahead. Okay. Uh, Harley did a better job than Indian. Oh, 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 jeez! Oh, just because they put a new motor in it? Oh. Come on. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Hang on. They're using you know. used wheels. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's <laughs> let's mention the other elephant in the room, and then we'll get Deb's thoughts on it. So, Indian has announced their new quote model. I'm using my my air quotes here. Mm-hmm. And this is the Roadmaster Classic. And I kind of have to agree with John. It's just another trim package for the Roadmaster. So, Deb, quickly, have you seen either of these two? I actually have seen them, um, you know, just briefly. And if you've seen the new BMW, the Bagger, I know we all have seen that um, Mm. coming out. I just, I think, I I start thinking that, (laughs) you know, everybody's trying to kind of go the other direction. Yeah, I'm not sure to cover the market. Yeah, so that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I saw a Facebook post that Motorcycles of Charlotte had the, I don't know if it was a demo truck or probably not a demo truck, but they had a truck from BMW stop by with the new bagger. Yes. And I forget the model, K1600B, is that what they're calling it? Uh, yes. Nailed it. I need Nailed a it. bell or something. <laughs> you go, boy. Ding, 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 ding. But yeah, I think I think that's more innovative than what the the big twins are doing. I mean, even look at at Guzzi with their Flying Fortress, which we're all in love with. Yeah, I like that more true. than any of these. That's true. Hmm. Me too. Hmm. Have you seen that one, Deb? That's a ooh. I have not seen that one. I have not seen that one. Oh, po- uh, point okay. point your browser to Moto Guzzi for a second. I will. You will enjoy that. 
All right, so let's talk, let's talk Indian for a little bit before we get too far because we haven't mentioned it on the show. Bashed it enough. Well, let's. I mean, let's be gentle. Let's be gentle. So take a Roadmaster, strip the lowers off of it, change the paint design a little bit, and put leather bags on it, and remove the rear speakers. Change the emblem. And there's your Roadmaster Classic. Is it a Roadmaster Classic, or should it have been a, a Chieftain Classic? Yeah, I think it should have been a Chieftain. No lowers. No lowers. No speakers in the back. No. Nope. And have you, you been know. able to tell in the windshield, is that fixed, or does it still go up and down? I'm pretty sure that still goes up and down. You think so? Okay. Yeah, pretty sure. I couldn't tell from the pictures, but it's definitely taller than the one you have, correct? Or is well, that yeah, about got, the same? I got an aftermarket on mine, but yeah. Yeah, and, and plus two, the new models do have a taller windshield. Across Anyways, the board, okay. Across, right. Mm-hmm. And of course, it'll have the new infotainment, which is on the regular Roadmaster. But yeah, we talked about this at length offline, and I think it really should have been a Chieftain. <laughs> it should have been a Chieftain Classic, yeah. I mean, because you're losing the uh, the rear speakers like we talked about. You know, and even saddlebags, you know, if you had six speakers like mine, mm-hmm. the saddlebags has speakers in them. So you're losing that, even though it's a it's still 100 watts they're claiming. Um, so maybe it's 50 watts per channel. But all in, in the front. front. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you're losing that. But you, you remove the top case off of this. That's a beautiful Chieftain classic. Yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not ragging on them for the style. I actually like the leather bags. I really do like that look on the bike, but you know, kind of like we, we made fun of Harley a little bit. I don't really know that this would be a new model. It's not. It's a new trim. It's a new trim package. Yeah. Trim. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the, uh, the flying fortress right now and wow. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Right. That's, that's quite a sleek machine right there. Yeah. Batman. I'm serious. <laughs> serious. But, but Rico, I will say one thing for you, Indian though. That you'd be happy. Well, it has a brown seat. That's true. That's the only thing it has going for it right now for me is the brown seat. I mean, <laughs> it's it's your bike, but they it took is. off the hard bags and put the leathers and. Yeah, and that that tour pack on the back, it's okay, I guess. You know, I'm more accustomed to seeing the the tour pack with the wrap around where the speakers are at the bottom, so it kind of cups you a little bit better, so you can put your arms back and relax. This one, you losing that unless you put the little arm guards yep. uh, on the side. And what's nice with this new tour pack on the back, that leather hump over the backside mm-hmm. is like a, a little pouch where you can put like your cell phone, a wallet, whatever. Yeah, I saw uh, that. In the back there. So that's kind of cool, I guess. But like I said, you're losing that wraparound feel in that rear speaker. Well, you and, can see uh, where some of this is going, right? With the yeah. accessory market. I mean, look at the. If you're on Indian's website, look at featured accessories right out of the box, armrests, leather tassels, you know, Mm -hmm. premium things to the console. It's like, yeah. And what's nice too, they're coming with the uh, nice little instrument clusters on the tank. I don't know if you noticed that in uh, some of the pictures, but they have uh, new gauges on the tank accompanying the uh, infotainment system. Which is kind of cool. I thought about that, but I, I want to see it in person before I get all giddy about it. Gauges on the tank. No, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. All right. So what's what's sort of your, your take now? I mean, are you anxious to see it in person? 
Well, it's going to take me seeing it in person to like it because all the leather that's going on with it. Yeah. Like I, I'm just used to seeing the Roadmaster with, you know, hard, hard bags. And, and now to see it in this classic version with all the leather, uh, missing the, the rear speakers and such, you know, I, I still need to get used to it. I like it better in the green, but uh, who's to say? Okay. And John, I know you, you think Harley did a better job of differentiating the Road King from the Road King special, but, you know, changes aside and whether or not we think this is a new model, you know, you sort of your high-level thoughts now on this bike. I like Rico's Roadmaster better. I think I like the hard case instead of the leathers. I just think it looks, you know, more, it just looks like a Roadmaster downsized with, you know, leather bags. Um, yeah. And, and to add another little thought to continue back is that when I think um, motorcycle companies are different than car manufacturers and they call where car manufacturers call models with models they call them trims right like a trim line motor- yeah. yeah and then motorcycle companies call them models so let's go back with the topic real quick in a U-term kind of little topic here where Harley's talking about 50 new models in the next five years it's going to be 50 variations of their platforms. Yeah. Of 50, 50 levels of trim and paint. <laughs> so that's, that's what they're going to do. And, and that's, I don't call them models. They should be trims and, okay. and, or, or base, you know, lets you customize, build it with accessory packs and say, okay, here's the base, you know, like take your, take your roadmaster. Okay. It's this price. Now, do you want the, ba- you know, leather bags or, or you want the, the, the LX? Yeah, you want the LX or the EX. Right. <laughs> right. And, and there you go. And you're done. So yep. yeah. it's trims, in my opinion. So Okay. And it's willow green over ivory cream. Oh, geez. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I, I think my stance is sort of, I'm kind of in line with John. You know, I think it should be a trim and not a model. Although this does follow, like in Harley's case, it does follow their pattern. Me personally, I like the Road King special. That bike is speaking to me, like we've said Whoa. in prior Sorry. episodes. <laughs> I just got a little puke in my mouth. I've never really liked the Road King, but the Road King special, I, I do like it. So let, let's switch the gears a little bit and talk about some other brands that have quite a few models. So, so Deb rides a BMW or has a couple BMWs, and it's a full garage of BMWs. Am I right there, Deb? That's correct, yes. Do you have one Harley? Not even just one? No, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Not a one. It's a, it's a BMW house over here. <laughs> so, it, you know, while we're making fun of manufacturers and their models, let's take a peek at the BMW line. And one in particular that comes to mind is what they're doing with the R9T, which is a, a beautiful bike. You know, I, I dig it. Uh, we had one of our first five riders, Zion, on the show last episode in. And he likes what they're doing with the R9T. So how many, do you know offhand how many different models there are in that series? Like what they would call a model? The R9T? Um, I, I really don't know. I know that they've got the new one coming out as the Scrambler. Um, but they've got so many different variations, you know, yeah. within that whole grouping. Um, I'm counting. Actually, I, I, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I'm counting five. So they have R9T, then the Scrambler, as you said, the Racer the Urban GS, and the Pure. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there's another one. If you look at those bikes, 
you could almost say the same thing. You know, it's basically an R9T with five different trims. Exactly. So that's how I think. That's how I see it. So, um, absolutely. And I did visit uh, after Barber in October. I visited um, Motorcycles of Charlotte actually in November, and um, and uh, had a, a long conversation with the BMW brand manager Greg North. And uh, he wants me to come back up there, which I'll probably do that at the towards the end of March, early April. Go to, I'm going to go up there and go ahead and ride a whole bunch of these models, so I can talk Ooh. at length about them. Yes, and 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 get to feel what each one of them does individually and, and can come back and, and talk to you all about that. So I'm excited. Yeah, that'd be fun. We had a, a demo day recently. Uh, John joined us. Um, we had another one of our supporters, Micah joined us that day as well as Mike, another supporter. So <laughs> we're getting all the supporters out riding with us. Uh, but we did an ADV demo day at motorcycles of Charlotte. So I got to ride the big GS, uh, the Multistrada again, a triumph ADV bike, and my newfound love, the S1000XR. Ah, really? <laughs> oh, I man. plan on riding that as well, yes. <laughs> Excited. Oh, that's, mm, that is some kind of machine. Um, so yeah, I guess that's, that's kind of our take. So motorcycle manufacturers will call them models. Car makers might call them trims. And I guess we'll leave it at that. Yeah, unfortunately. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and many more, quote, models to come in the next few years. Right. All right. Thank you, fellas. Moving on down the line. So like we said, we, we brought Deb back to talk about what she's been up to. I know you've been riding. I know you've been writing. And we sort of were like a couple of ships passing in the night to and fro uh, between Florida. So what was, your, what was your first trip? I know you were in Florida. Was that, as, was that the extent of your travels there? Well, actually, I was in Florida, yeah, just this past, what, uh, two weeks ago, let's say. Um, I was down there doing a, a story, actually, for the April 2017 issue of BMW Motorcycle Owners of America, Owners News Magazine. It's a very long title there. Um, doing a story. They need an acronym. <laughs> on, uh, I, I know, right? What I try to do is find um, find off-the-beaten places when I do my travel articles, which is about every third issue. Try to find off-the-beaten places that other motorcyclists would enjoy and appreciate, um, you know, things that have maybe been, you know, undiscovered or they've they've kind of been forgotten in time. And um, what I did was I did a story on Old Florida. So I uh, started out in a place called Wakula Springs which is just south of Tallahassee, about 14 miles. And it's the um, largest natural spring, you know, freshwater spring, um, I, I believe, in the world. And uh, mm. just so many really cool and interesting things going on there. Of course, it's right in the middle of a, a nature wildlife preserve. The property itself now belongs to the state of Florida. And they do a really good job at keeping that up. There's an old lodge that was built in 1937 that is still running and just as gorgeous and beautiful today. So I really enjoyed my stay there uh, with that property. It was amazing and wonderful. Uh, ended up down in Cedar Key, Florida, which is right down on the Gulf. It was a really cool little town. I would highly recommend that to motorcyclists out there looking for a place to go and chill, chillax. <laughs> it's a great nice. place to be. Yeah. <laughs> lots so of, nice. uh, like I said, chillax. Lots of relaxing, lots of fresh seafood. Um, they have got the hugest clamming industry right now. Uh, since the 90s, they're making a killing off of that. Um, so lots of good clam chowder there. Ended up down in Manatee uh, Country, Crystal River. I crossed off a bucket list item, rubbing the belly of a manatee. I got to do that just a <laughs> couple weeks ago. It was awesome. Cool. Aww. 
what was really cool was pulling up on a motorcycle in my riding suit and, you know, taking that off and putting on a wetsuit and going out and swimming around with the manatee and then suiting back up again on the motorcycle and, and taking off uh, for another hour and a half down the road to uh, Mount Dora, which was my last stop on the trip, which was more inland. It's close to Orlando, and that's another cool little town, uh, motorcycle-friendly, uh, lots to see, lots to do. So nice. that's what I did. Yeah. What, uh, what kind of mileage did you get round trip? Round trip, I would have to say probably guesstimate. It was certainly, I mean, 11, 1200 miles, I would think. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. So none of this was, was part of your iron butt <laughs> riding. No, not at all. <laughs> this is just casual. This is a casual trip. Well, since you mentioned the brag map last time, how many, how many states left to check off? Do you know? offhand? Um, I, I think about 12 or 13. Um, there's some really random states because of what happened in July with, um, you know, my husband had the heart attack in New York un- unexpectedly, obviously. And so I did not get New Jersey. I did not get, um, Delaware. And so, and then I've got North Dakota missing up there and I've got Kansas missing <laughs> and then oh. and then the entire <laughs> West coast and Alaska and Hawaii, of course, but that that's about it. So it's kind of embarrassing. It's like, well, <laughs> you know, you got a long trip to catch one of those in the, the upper Midwest there. <laughs> Indeed. But that's going to be done this summer. So they will be accomplished. Very nice. Very nice. Awesome. Yes. So now you're also, so that was Florida and you're also headed back there again? Yes. I'm going to go down. uh, Yes. Going to go down and cover the first weekend of Daytona, not the second, but the first. So going to go down, uh, you know, just catch the scene down there in Daytona for bike week. And then of course I love the Supercross races. So we're going to head over to Supercross that Saturday and enjoy that race and uh, spend some time with, you know, family and friends and, and uh, like I said, the whole Daytona scene. So excited for that. Nice. Now, is the the new flat track series is that kicking off while you're there, or is that towards the latter part? I believe that's the latter part. We're just there, like I said, for Supercross that Saturday, and I think okay. they take the track down, yeah, and then they set up for the the flat track, I believe, afterwards. So, yeah, we're getting excited to watch some of that with you know Indian getting in full force and Harley's new bike. We think that's going to be it's going to be pretty fun to watch them go head to head. But also, the the series is being totally revamped, so they're actually doing. What do they call it the TT this year, so it's a little bit of everything, not just flat track or not just a flat oval. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, super exciting, absolutely. But yeah, Supercross, love it. Still need to go. Still haven't yeah. having yeah. the boys out. Yeah, Supercross is great for little ones, especially little ones and big ones. <laughs> <laughs> that includes you too, Rich. Oh, I get to go. How nice! Yeah. <laughs> if I get a minute. <laughs> well, we're, so, we're still got that April trip we got going. So, oh, for the the race, you mean? Oh yeah, flat track. Yeah, flat track will be in Charlotte then. So, easy trip, not much riding. So, it's it's yeah. not Daytona. No, not much as Daytona. Daytona can't. Yeah, there's yeah, not much that matches up with Daytona. Right. But we had so we were down there just before you. I guess it was probably the week before we were down there for the Rolex Twenty Four, and I don't know. Well, your weather seems like it was a lot nicer, but man, was it cold when we were there. Like even in Daytona Beach, like 55 on Sunday. No, I got Rich. lucky. Mine was mine was pristine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I yeah. had beautiful weather. Rich, we better stop. You know, we're going to we better stop talking about the cold weather. We're going to get, you know, beat up a little more. That's all right. <laughs> I'll take it. Take it like a man. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was just going to ask Deb. I know we've talked to talked about this in our, our last episode with you but um for cold weather 
these guys are like putting on like four or five different layers looking like this. The marshmallow man as they go down the road. What do you wear when you're riding cold weather? Well, I, when I left the morning of it was actually I left out out uh, of my home the morning of the Super Bowl. So it was it was a cold you know weather. I think all pretty much up in the southeast, I guess, or at least where I am in South Carolina. You know, and I considered I don't I don't really have an, any of that under heating gear that a lot of uh, the long distance riders have that you can plug in. Usually, it's called gerbing or some you know other name. You can plug it into your basically to your battery, and you you know you're pretty much warm like with a vest or you know, gloves, boots, whatever. I don't have any of that. So I had, you know, pondered what am I going to do? So, but I've got a BMW, um, that it's a, it's an underlayer that is supposed to help keep the heat in naturally with your body. So I put that on and I've got a brand new suit that actually Olympia had sent to me right after the aim expo to try out. It's the expedition. It's supposed to be an all season suit. And I, I went ahead and put that on without really any underlayers. I packed every pocket. I'll have to admit my little secret with those, you know, those little hand warmers you can buy that you just right. shake them up. And I put those in each pocket. And hmm. you know, I was a little chilly, but I, 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 I was fine. It was 40, 40 degrees pretty much all day, and I did okay. It was fine. I have brand new boots as well that I was sent by CD. Uh, they're the uh, Gavia. I guess that's the way you pronounce it. Gavia Gore-Tex boots, and I will have to say they were fantastic. Uh, my feet never got cold, and they've always been cold on cold days. So, uh, great, great boot. Mm. And that's that, that's pretty much all I wore. <laughs> so, cool. of course, helmet and gloves. You know, my my winter right. gloves. But uh, yeah, that was that was it. I didn't um, I didn't layer up too much because I don't like all that bulk. Um, but I did okay. Well, <laughs> Sorry, guys. Well, that sounds Sorry, about guys. right. Don't listen to our Daytona episode. There be, there's nothing to okay. hear on that. <laughs> nothing at all. Bunch of whining. It, that's about nope. it. <laughs> Just skip it. Go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> good. Uh, good. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, I think I look like the Michelin man. It's crazy. <laughs> or the little kid on Christmas Story. I can't put my right. arms down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That'd yeah. be rich. There was some of that too. Oh boy. Oh man. So yeah, I over overall I enjoy um still looking at the blog. I like, I like how you travel around, like you said, looking for out of the way places and bike friendly, of course, but you know, just getting off the beaten path and, and seeing a little bit more of the country. I still think that's neat. Thank you. That's, I, I think that's where it's at. Honestly, I think a lot of people, um, I'm not saying motorcyclists cause I think we always try to find the off beaten you know, places, but I think tourists in general, that's what they just go for the mainstream. Yeah. Um, and you know, and that's just not where it's at. You've got to go off. You, the people are still friendly. The places are honestly, the places I've found are still safe and friendly and, you know, inviting, accommodating. And I have some of the best times and meet some of the best people on the road. Uh, just it's, 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 it's a great life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> cool. Uh, any other gear that you tried out on this trip? So I know you, so you've talked about boots and your suit. Yeah, pretty, pretty much this trip was the boot. The boots was the big one. This was actually the first maiden voyage of the boots. Um, and, um, you know, I'm not sure how you have dealt with motorcycle boots in the past, but I know you usually have to put them on and walk around and break them in, you know, before you go on a big trip, just for fear of, you know, discomfort. These boots were absolutely spot on, did not need any you know, breaking in. Nice. Um, they were comfortable from, from the beginning. In fact, they were so comfortable. They have a women's, of course, I got the women's pair and they also have a men's version. 
And I went ahead, my husband's birthday's in, in March, and I just went ahead and bought them the other day for him and gave them to him already and said, here you go. <laughs> Enjoy because they're so enjoyable. So good boot. <laughs> good happy boot. Birthday. And happy birthday early. <laughs> and they're also waterproof, which is great. So I have not tried out the waterproof aspect, did not run into any rain. Like I said, my weather was beautiful, pristine. Once I got down below uh, Georgia, um, it, it turned into 70 and 80, 80 degree weather pretty much the entire time I was in Florida. So nice times. Cool. Good yeah. stuff. Now, you also had a new helmet you were talking about at, at Barber. How's that working out? I actually did, have not gotten the helmet quite yet. That's somebody else kind of working on that that uh, deal with me. But it's the new Climb helmet. They've got four different versions. Um, and the one that I'm looking at is the sport touring version. And again, that has not been delivered to me as of yet. So I will let you know when it comes because I'm really excited about that. Uh-oh. So wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I'm riding around in my, my new to me Nolan. You know, I love my Nolan. Yeah. So it's a, yeah, so it's all good. Cool. It is. <laughs> You can't always That's get cool. what you want, you know, the old song. <laughs> yeah, but you can work at it, though. <laughs> Absolutely. <Right. laughs> uh, well, we're talking about new stuff, so we'll come back to the magazine in a second. But um, what about the bike? Anything new for the either of the bikes that you ride? Well, um, not really. I just found myself wanting to jump more on um, the – I've got two of the same year bikes, so the BMW R1100 RSLs, both of them, 1994. Um, the, the, uh, pearly white bike was my very first one. It had been lovingly used, uh, meaning it had been dropped several times <laughs> onto its right side. And then when I got a hold of it, trying to learn the new balance of the bike and the bigger bike, I have dropped it myself a couple of times. So, uh, I call her Henrietta and she's, she's been, uh, she's been loved a lot. So Hi. the newer bike, um, is a really pretty turquoise kind of turquoise mm-hmm. color, the Chanticleer, I call that one. Um, and it's pristine condition. It has never been dropped. I'm knocking on wood as we say that. Gorgeous bike. So I find myself gravitating towards that one more, I believe. It also has an aftermarket exhaust, so it gives it a little more of like a, a grumbly, gruff kind wow. of sound, you know, mm. on the road. And um, I don't know. There's just a few things on that bike. It's got, of course, heated hand grips. For some reason, the white bike does not. I don't know you know, how that happened. But anyway, so that was really nice as well on the trip to be able to turn on those heated hand grips and enjoy, you know, at least some warm hands throughout the trip. Mm-hmm. So yeah. No wild about uh, it. Yes. <laughs> so the only, I haven't really put anything on it except for stickers. Honestly, I just, you know, I mean, I just showed the boys the other day, the the loud pipe sticker that I have ha- had on there for a little while, but the placement's fantastic. It's on my saddlebag just above my pipe. So yes, <laughs> I thought perfect. it was yeah. really it was brilliant. I don't know. <laughs> and the bike that has the pipes too, which is nice. The bike that has right. the pipe. Yeah. It's really loud. So, so yeah, so nothing really new on the bike, but, uh, but I just absolutely love it. And I've this, this past trip I did completely solo, which I love those solo trips, um, you know, totally on my own and just out there doing my own thing and, you know, able to put it up on the, the center stand by myself, take it down by myself. I mean, you know, loaded, unloaded. I mean, that's just, that's oh. actually it's no big deal these days, but it's just kind of nice to be able to be able to, you know, do all those things and, and, uh, just go off and do what I want to do. So you go girl. <laughs> well, speaking of packing, I know John gets the, the honor and privilege of carrying some of my stuff, but I think he's interested <laughs> in how you get yourself down to barber <laughs> with all of your gear. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> boy, that table's going to start breaking, Rich. We better add some support. It's getting heavy over here. It really is. Uh, well, um, 
of course, we all have saddlebags, I believe. Is that correct? All around the table, you all have saddlebags? Yeah, no, Rich doesn't. I do. Rich doesn't. No. Okay. Saddlebags. He's got a small bag. I got a little yes. swing arm bag. You can put like two bottles People of water in it. That. <laughs> it might be a good thought to get maybe saddlebags. It's a good start. <laughs> saddlebags are good. Um, I carry, of course, my saddlebags are the hard bag, you know, the BMW bags that are standard on the bike. I've also have a tank bag where I carry, you know, wallet, you know, just the personal accessories, you know, whatever this, that, 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 that odds and ends. But then what I've figured out for the fashionista, she needs to have her shoes and her things and her, you know, the jackets and the sweaters and the things on the road, um, you know, that I might need in all seasons that, you know, I just want to show up and look like a fashionista. Let's put it that way. Uh, I also carry a bottle of wine, Cabernet, Sauvignon all the time with me. (laughs) I've got a glass and an opener. I always make sure that I'm prepared on the road just in case, you know, Wow. you you might get to a dry County somewhere and you want a glass of wine. So I've been there. Yes. And so you just always want to be prepared for those things. Um, I carry my laptop. I carry, of course, um, safety equipment. I've got a tire plug kit. I have a battery, a quick battery charger kit, all those kinds of things also. So what I do is I purchase, I've purchased two of the dry sacks. They're kind of like the sacks that you would take maybe on the river. They're waterproof. You can put stuff in there and you roll them up almost like a duffel bag that would be waterproof. You roll them up. And there's a really great um, product out there on the market called Rock, R-O-K, straps. And it is amazing. You just basically crisscross. You put your bags on the back of your seat, and you just crisscross the straps over and tighten them down, and never is a problem. I mean, I've carried, like I said, two bags this trip and never had a problem with luggage trying to you know, dislodge itself and fly off onto the highway. So, yeah, that's how I, that's how I roll. So when it comes to camping equipment, the same thing. You would put a roll with your tent and your sleeping bag and your air mattress, if that's what you wanted to do, um, in in one of those bags and just roll it up and get your rock straps out and strap them down. It's super simple. Super simple. So there you go. Yeah, I I borrowed or stole one of those from John on the Daytona trip. <laughs> but the only, the only, only problem for me with the rock strap is it had a little too much give. I was really kind of in a situation where I needed something solid. I needed almost like a fixed mounting point. Um, but it, it worked nicely to sort of, I guess, tidy everything together. Yeah. But, but just for the the bag that I had, and it doesn't sit on the bike properly anyway, because it's, it's flat and the seat is round. So you're kind of battling it, wanting to just tip off the bike all the time. Kind of like you. So <laughs> that might've still ended up in my bag after the trip. Wow, no. what did I do to you today? <laughs> <laughs> you talked bad about his heart as Indian. I'm sorry. There we go. Yeah. Well, maybe, like I said, maybe it would be a situation. I, I believe in the rock straps totally because they've they've always, you know, never never done me wrong. But um, maybe it, it's time to look into new bags. Honestly, so just saying. <laughs> yeah, I, I know the luggage is terrible on my bike. <laughs> yeah, just saying. <laughs> I think it's time for a new bike. Let's start yeah. that Go GoFundMe well, campaign. Go. There you go. There you go. Because you were talking about the BMW for a while, were you not? Oh, I've, yeah, I've talked in circles about a lot of different bikes. Yeah. Okay. All right. But yeah, if I'm going to do trips like that, I mean, more than once, once a year, I probably should get something that's a little more touring worthy. Right. And if you plan on ever doing another word of advice, any kind of like a lot of camping um, where you would want to make a big investment into a really nice tent that packs down into you know, 14, 12 to 14 pounds, depending on the size you get, the single or the double. There's a, a company out there called um, 
it's called the Atacama tent, and I'm trying to think of the name. It'll come to me. It'll come to me in a minute. But it's it's a beautiful tent that has um, living quarters. It has a vestibule area where you can unzip the outer, um, like the outer uh, sides, and you can pull a motorcycle in if you need to and wrench. That was the whole principle. If it was raining outside, terrible weather, you could pull your motorcycle into the garage, what they call the garage area, nice or vestibule, and you, yeah, and you can wrench on the bike. So, uh, just give me a minute now. It's the Red Verse, R E D V E R Z, and it's the A T A C A M A tent, Atacama tent, and it, it, it's I've used that for three years now, and it's fabulous. So, John, are you writing this down? Blows up into like a mansion. <laughs> you have your own pool. A McMansion on the back of your bike. A McMansion, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing the way it rolls down. It's so easy to set up. I mean, it's this, it, the whole thing is like, you're like, really? I mean, really, is it this easy? But it really is. You know, it rolls down into, like I said, a duffel that just goes on the back of your bike. And it, it max, the biggest tent is 14 pounds. I mean, nice. come on, that's, that's nothing. Yeah, so. You're going to have to help us in the fall because we, we've all been talking about camping this year because we keep hearing that it's it's so much fun to hang out there at that place that I'm not yes. going to mention again. And because <laughs> the past two years, we've just stayed in a hotel, you know, we kind of do the lightweight style. We stay in a cushy hotel and then we just ride over for the day. So it's for the drinks, it's for the drinks. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. For the drinks. Yes. Yes. The ambiance. The breakfast. The ambiance. And the breakfast. The breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> but you, but to what you missed this year was you missed like the last night they had slow races, you know, this was in the camp area. I mean, people were just uh, going, having a blast. They did slow races going up the hill. We had all kinds of fun competitions within the campsite itself and lots of beverages flowing freely. So we had, we had everything going on over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I'm trying to talk them into. You know, I think Rico and I are on board. We just got to get rich on board. We'll yeah, get him. Mr. Five star. Oh, I'm on board. Yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> all in. <laughs> <laughs> John's got plenty of storage space on the spider. I'm re- I'm ready to go. I got the tent, so I, I got your room for you. <laughs> you guys are great. Thanks, fellas. Oh. I'm not sure where Rico. Well, hand, yeah, we probably could fit Rico in the middle. He can sleep in the middle. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm small, you know, so I cuddle it between them. Well, if you were to get one of these red verse tents, there's plenty of room for three people even. Just you'd have to put your luggage out into the vestibule area. But, you know, that works. Or wow. somebody in the vestibule area, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Depends th- on what Rich is eating that day. So, oh, the, so yeah, that these true. two will stop abusing me, let's talk a little bit about your writing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's like quick, change the topic. Quick, quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I see how he is, Rico. See this? I know. Like deflect, quick, deflect. <laughs> um, the writing. Uh, you said writing. Writing. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about the BMW Owners News Magazine, and we know you've been writing for them for a while. Uh, but I understand you have something new on the horizon. I do, and it's it's actually not. Instead of it's an addition. Um, I've got what's called the New Modern Moto Magazine. It it is a a uh, women's fashion-centric uh, magazine that will be launched actually any day now. It'll be coming out, I believe, I think March 1st is the, the launch date. Um, a fashion-centric motorcycle magazine. It's gear, it's heavy gear related for women, uh, but also fashion gear that's safe. So uh, her, the owner's name is Katie Fox, and she is just amazing. She's a um, 
Great Fox. individual. She's she, Fox. She's got her stuff together. I mean, she's really uh, super organized and has got a great team together for this magazine. I think it's going to be a great thing. So I've got an article in the speaking of packing in this first mat, uh, issue that's going to be out here in the next few days uh, about how to pack and maintain your fashion sense on the road. So I just basically everything I just told you now is what is in the article, but just it kind of you know broke it down a little bit as to which side of the saddlebags to put what and that kind of thing. So, nice. um, but I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. And sh- so I'm actually right at the moment trying to come up with a new, um, a, a new subject to write about for the next issue. So I'm excited. I'm excited. So, yeah, so that's, that's coming along. Well, that's another fun side trip for me. So now you said that you said it was a magazine. So does this mean website and print for this one? It is. Yes. Website and print. And it's like I said, modern subscriptions are extremely inexpensive mm-hmm. um you know it's it's a it's a good deal for women out there that may want to look at again uh nice gear that's fashionable and most women out there are on the on the prowl for that so uh the more we have out there searching and looking and needing i think the more manufacturers and even small uh what we call them, motopreneurs are out there that are usually <laughs> women <laughs> usually women owned they're out there again trying to figure out how to you know match this market and to get in there and and uh you know and make women riders which is a hugely grow, growing population you know to make us happy and 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 look good on the road and safe obviously yeah. so yeah yeah so it's that's a good that's a good trend we hope that continues i mean i've seen an uptick in the last certainly in the last few years as we ride around see more women riders so i hope that i hope that trend continues good to have a nice mix and that's that's why we like going back to that place in alabama that i won't say again and (laughs) it's just such it's just such a diverse mix of of everything we love it all kinds of people all kinds of bikes it's a fantastic time oh it it is it's a great great uh yeah absolutely great event all right let's see anything we didn't cover uh any new bikes peaking your interest i think john had had written that one down earlier that was me that was rico I know you have a couple of your favorites, um, your, your two babies, but anything else, anything out there in the market that you look at and you say, Ooh, I would really like to have that. Um, you know, again, it's all BMW only because I haven't ridden other makes and I, and I will, I will get there at some point just to kind of see what's going on. But I know that when I go to, um, motorcycles of Charlotte in uh, late March, early April, I'm going, I've got some models that I've written down to, to try out. I've got the R1200 RT. Yes. Um, I want to do, of course, the R9T Scrambler. I just want to just take it out and see what it's got. <laughs> with the brown seat? Yes, with the brown seat. <laughs> the F- F-800, F800GS. I'm kind of curious. Okay. Don't forget the S1000XR. Got to do it. No, I've got, that's on my list right there, too. Yeah. Got to do Gonna it. Get uh, I, I want to just see what the K1600GT. Now, this is a 2016 model, but I just want to, I've never ridden a K-bike. And I've got a really, really, really good friend out there, a, a girlfriend out there that lives in Ohio. And she's, in fact, we, we call her Special K. Um, she yeah. is, because uh, <laughs> she has ridden K-bikes a lot of her life. And she just switched over to a smaller bike just because I think it, it's, it's, it gets really top heavy from what I understand. And um, and she would like to, I think, rip it up in the, in the curves. And mm. uh, so she just trans- transitioned over to an F800GS. So we'll see how she likes that compared to the uh, K bike, but I just would like to ride one for once just to see. I'm assuming that she has an above average inseam because that even that F800 yes. is a tall bike. 
She does. She okay. is a very tall. Yeah. Yeah. She's very tall. She fits in it perfectly and she's excited to get out there. And of course it's Ohio, so she's not able to take it out much yet, but yeah, but she's excited to get it out there and rip it up a little bit. So I'm going to get her feedback maybe by, you know, May, June. So right. also, uh, the R1200 RS, which was a 2016 model. I want to kind of give that a, a, I sat on a couple of the bikes in the dealership while I was there with Greg and, um, you know, when he, even though some of them were tall, he he uh, showed me how that you just I, I guess basically when you start the start the engine up, you just you just basically just you know compress it and and yeah. it, I guess the suspension comes down for you so that you can you know get a grip as you're riding off and then it I guess it you know pops back up where it needs to be. So um, he kind of gave me a couple of tricks of the trade there I didn't know about with a newer bike. So hmm. um, yeah, so he's going to go out with me. Actually, Greg North is going to go out. The BMW brand manager there is going to go out with me. We'll take, he'll take a bike. I'll take a bike. We'll ride down to wherever and then we'll switch them off and then ride back to the dealership so that we'll, you know, I can try out two bikes basically in one run and we'll just keep doing that until I'm done. <laughs> Very nice. So, yeah. yeah Rich, it sounds exciting. like you need to hook on this connection down there. I know, right? right? Down there. I was going to say, you need yeah. someone to capture some audio down there. <laughs> well, I actually plan on doing a, probably a story on that whole uh, piece. When I, I wrote my December, I'm sorry, my January article for the Owner's News Magazine, it was Unleash Your Inner Moto Beast. And the nice. article was all about, yeah, all about uh, instead of New Year's resolutions, the typical usual, to dig deep down inside of yourself as a motorcyclist and dig out those things you've always wanted to do the passions that you've always had, the rides you wanted to ride and do it. Don't wait. Cause you know, tomorrow we don't know what tomorrow brings. And so just put it on your list this year and do it. Yep. Don't wait. Yeah. Rich. Yeah. Rich. Dig, dig deep and do it. And so dig deep, man. Dig and it. do it. <laughs> so Rich, you're really getting beat up tonight. My friend, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rich. I'm sorry. You gotta dig, dude. Dig, dig deep. But, uh, that's R I C O at rhubstudios.com. <laughs> I know. So in order in order for me to be accountable to my words, I put out my list and one of the things on my list was to ride all of the new models for 2016-2017. Oh. The bagger, I don't know. Maybe I should just do it, but I've just that bike is so big, <laughs> but I think maybe I should just do it. So. It's not it's not going to be any bigger than the K1600. True. Especially the, what is it, the GTO or executive, whatever the, the biggest one is. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be any bigger than that. It's certainly not going to be that tall because it doesn't have a top case. No, it's definitely low to the ground. So, oh, yeah, I, I may give it a shot. But um, but anyway, Just yeah. Do that's, it. Dig deep. <laughs> I'm going to dig deep. I'm going to do it. Another model on that's coming on the market that hasn't quite made it here yet, but everybody's waiting for this, which is a great entry-level bike um, for both women and men, but it's the G310R. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one yet? Yeah. And the price, it, it's going to retail for $4,750. $4,750. That's awesome. So It looks like a lot wow. of fun, and, and KTM needed some competition for that 390 I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. So. People have been, I've been reading a bunch of people just having a great time riding those. You know, if you're, if you're getting into track days and things, it's, it's not yeah. something that's going to slam you into a tree at the first crack of the throttle, you know? Exactly. But it teaches finesse, which is a good, a good bike to learn that on. So, yep. yeah. So basically that's, that's what's going on with me with the, the, the models, the new models. So yeah. And who knows, I may come, you know, ride something and just fall deep head over hills in love and just have to have it so you know i could come away <laughs> although my husband's not happy about that idea but may come away with something new so we'll see oh we'll 
so he can wrench on all the older bikes, but these newer bikes with the technology and the computers, you know, inside, you can't do much with those. So, yeah, I, I had the exact same thought when I, when I rode that S 1000, I was just standing there looking at it going aside from the tires and the chain, I don't even know where to start on this thing. (laughs) There's more wires and gizmos on that thing. It's like, wow, maintenance would be exciting. An oil change, probably yes, but anything else, eh, not so much. <laughs> that much I could, yeah, that much I could probably figure out. But <laughs> man, once you get a taste of that quick shifter, oh, no, I'm excited. Makes the old bikes feel old pretty quick. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I'm just sad that it took me three quarters of the ride to figure out how it worked. It's kind of yeah. embarrassing, but once yeah. I found it, it was like, oh wow, oh wow. All right, so we've got, let's see, production decision here, Mr. Hogan. You have one thing in the U-turn, and then we have a new segment. Well, yeah, I'll just kind of bash on the Ducatis a little bit. That Super Sport S with its unibrow, I was just going to make fun of that. <laughs> Did you want to spin it as a uh, quote-unquote new model topic? Uh, it's new for uh, 2017. It came out in ACMA. But now nah, we ain't got to talk about it. I was just going to make fun of it. Uh, it kind of looks like um, uh, the look. At, if you look at the motorcycle, if you look at the front view of it, it has this concerned mm-hmm. unibrow look about it. And I don't know if I want a bike that had a concerned look <laughs> while I ride it. So with a unibrow, you know, no less. Yeah, with a unibrow. Yeah, it's just like uh, I don't know. Well, a- don't after know. after Zion gave you such props for the the new R six and R one, you can't have a bike with a concerned look. After R- that, you can't. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. And, and that's where I was going to go with that. With with the R1 looking so aggressive and, and so badass, standing mm-hmm. still, you don't want to have a bike with a unibrow with a concerned look on his face and, you know, call it the Cotty. It's, it's, it's just not, uh, it's not encouraging or inspiring. You know, when you got a bike that's concerned, you should be concerned <laughs> when you ride it. I so. need the look of authority and speed. You don't- know. Don't cons- uh, don't be concerned. Uh, I don't need that. <laughs> Go get that thing waxed as well. <laughs> exactly right. A little wax on there. Rip that thing right off. <laughs> Won't hurt a bit. A little electrical tape or something. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Sharpie. <laughs> well, no, you need the Sharpie if you rip off too much. Yeah. You know, true. you need to, to put it back. Mm-hmm. Uh too funny. So you're not digging the Super Sport? No. <laughs> Was it Super Sport S? Yeah, Super Sport S, yeah. Oh, too funny. We got to get you out on some new sport bikes. I know we've talked about that before, but... And uh, that's one thing that's on, on my bucket list to do when I get back is, is do that, that very thing because I am so itching to ride a sport bike right now. You have no idea. And that was nice about... Having both bikes, you know, when I wanted to go fast and really wanted to hit the twisties like an animal, yeah. I could do that, you know, and come back and say, oh, okay. Then when I get a call from you, like, let's go for a ride. I was like, okay. Then I grab Big Girl and I do my thing. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not, it, it is nice, nice to have a cruiser and a sport bike. I can tell you. It's really nice. It is. It is. <laughs> so, Rico. <laughs> yeah. Unleash your inner moto beast then. Get it done. I know, right? Get it done. Go I do will. it. Now you know Cycle World is going to write to you because they call them, they're calling the Super Sports face sharp and handsome. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. they like you, Newbrow. I think they were being nice. 
It's, those are nice words. Maybe it was a big check. Yeah. Just say it was nice. Yeah, just be nice on it. We, we know it looks ridiculous, but be nice. Just nice. You know. uh, how can they do that? They're owned by Audi. I mean, they make nothing but gorgeous cars. Like Maybe that's why that whole LED front unibrow thing, you know, because I was thinking that why, you know, why would they do that? And it, just like you said, oh, Audi, that's right. Yeah. And that's why. Just translating those lines, the distinctive yep. lines for each model. Eh. Mm-hmm. I get it, but that's, I think they failed. Not Hogan approved. No. Sorry. All right. Moving on. Um, we're going to move on to the garage. If I can find the button. Or the shop. And it's technically not a garage topic in the sense that we have anything that we're working on. But we're going to start a new segment that we're kind of working out the name. But for now, we're calling it 7 Plus 1. And we've been having a lot of fun with this in the clubhouse with uh, all of the riders of Loud Pipes. And I think it was Mike who started this whole conversation of sort of coming up with your dream garage. So we, we went back and forth and we sort of boiled it down to you're going to put seven things in your garage, bikes or cars or whatever, but seven things, one for each day of the week. And the plus one is something to wrench on. So we're going to start that segment tonight. The three of us are going to do ours. And that'll give Deb a few minutes to come up with a list, and then we'll get her take. You ready for that one, Deb? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm going to get ready. <laughs> She's like, oh, pencil, paper. <laughs> oh, pencil time. There I go. Hang on. <laughs> now, you, you can pick anything you want, but we would like to see it be a little bike heavy. Uh, maybe maybe four bike minimum, I think is what we were thinking. It's, it's going to be all bike for me. I'm sorry, guys. Awesome. So, awesome. Yeah. Proper. Okay. Now, who, who's ready with the list? Anybody ready to go, John? Rico, I, I I found my list that I threw in the in the up there, and you were correct. It was Mike that threw this up. Um, yeah, we've had some very interesting topics this week. Let's see, three days of major discussions going on each day, different topics. It's been off the chain. John's working on two different pages for our website. One is the monthly mileage tally for the riders, so we'll kind of have a little leaderboard if you will of you know who's logging miles for the month for the three of us on the show plus the riders group and then now we're going to have this sort of uh, ultimate garage if you will or seven plus one or whatever we end up calling it and it's kind of an evolving list i figure as we ride new bikes as we see new cars as things change our tastes might change we'll update the list and it gives us something we can revisit from time to time and and we'll keep it out there on the website for everyone to see all right john hit me all right, so so I'm going to go with my first one, and that's going to be a Spider F3S Daytona 500. Shocker. Okay, but continue. Yeah, right. And then I'm going to go with the WRX, which is another shocker, right? I have one in the garage, so why not? It's a fun car. Okay, two. And now we're going to get a little dirty and get back one of my old ones I used to have. Family show. I'm keeping it clean. You said getting dirty. Well, oh, all right. So, 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 Rich, you and I can go, or we can all go back off, and we can go off in the trails. And I'm going to get my uh, Yamaha Wolverine 454 x 4x4 back, my four wheeler back. Yamaha Wolverine, okay. All right. Now, 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 to to kind of help out, so when I go to these Harley bike shows, to not be you know booed out of the place, I'm going to get a Harley Davidson three wheeler with the 107 in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. The trike. A Harley trike. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and, and and then, you know, to kind of test out the sport bike riding stuff, I'm thinking about a Yamaha FZFR3. So I get the baby 300. Wow. Okay. That's fine. And then, and, and now we're going to go into Deb's world. And I like the looks of the BMW R1200RT. Nice. Thank you. That's your touring bike, I guess. Yeah. And and then my round-the-town cruiser little bike that I could go for, I, and I've talked about it before in the show, is the Triumph Bonneville Bobber. All right. Now, hold on a second here. Rico, you realize John has picked three motorcycles? Rico? <laughs> yeah, I see where you're going, but I doubt it. I doubt it. <laughs> You there? <laughs> it's yeah. like, is this thing on? Hello? Hello? <laughs> Three motorcycles. Well, I, I he's I, making his I, list. <laughs> I could yeah, go all exactly. trikes. I had to do something. So so maybe I can do it in the project, but in the project. Yep. It's gonna be a nineteen seventy two VW Super Beetle. All right. Oh. Ooh. I like that. It, it, and then and then so so kind of going on, and I'll, I'll throw this one out as I threw in the list. As something that we need for the shop to run around town, we need to get, and this reminds me of my dad, and Rich probably remembers this, this vehicle, mm-hmm. is to get the 1994 F-250 with a turbo diesel in it. Yeah, the shop truck. There you go. Have the shop truck so we can run around and get parts. Because if you're going to look at our other list and in the group, we already have truckers, and they are already talking about having a, a, an 18-wheeler. So we already got the hauling for long distance already covered on their list. <laughs> I, I got to share this one with, with Deb. So we kind of went back and forth with the format. You know, first it started all bikes. And then I sort of made another list that I called my ultimate garage. And I had four bikes plus a sports car and a truck and electric car. So I had kind of had everything. So one of Mike's options was he had a truck with a trailer and stuffed in the trailer was like eight more bikes. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> That's cheating. I thought that That's was good. creative use of the uh, the seven plus one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> that works. Awesome. Thanks, John. Rico, you have a list? You go. I do, but I want to hear your list. Oh, my list. All right. Well, let me open the little social network here. I'm stalling because I don't have it open. Yeah. It's all right because I edit the show. <laughs> Pinned items. All right. Here we go. So this is my kind of my second list, because like I said, I had, I originally had all bikes, and then I had a little bit of everything. So mine now is five bikes, I'm sorry, six bikes, plus a car and a truck and a project. So John, you ready with your notes? John? Yeah, I'm ready. All I got to do is go back and look at the app. (laughs) (laughs) What's wrong with you two tonight? Yeah, there. drinking. That's what we're doing. Drinking. <laughs> All right, my cruiser, and 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 the other thing I did is I'm also trying to stick to bikes that are available now, and we sort of started with the premise that money was no object, so you could go as crazy as you wanted. My cruiser, Harley Davidson CVO Pro Street Breakout. That's oh, my, you son of a bitch! That's my cruiser. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bike. That's my bike. Sport touring, the Modus baby, the MSTR. That national surprise in red, yeah, no big surprise. Full on sport bike, 
BMW. Yes, I said it. BMW S1000 Double R. Ah. Touring bike. Harley-Davidson Road Glide Ultra, CVO, if available. Dirt, KTM 450, of any variety, I don't care. Be fantastic. Daily car, I'm going to take another one off of Rico's list. Model S, P100D. (laughs) From Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) So I can get to the mall in a hurry. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> and I got to have a pickup truck, 2017 GMC Denali with the 6.2. Nice. In black. Mm-hmm. All right. Project bike, 1943 Harley Davidson WLC, which is the more rare Canadian variant of the WLA. Oh. That's my project bike. All right. Hold Very on. nice. Very oh. nice. Thank you, thank you. Like yeah, I said, yeah. this was round two because I had a list that was all bikes at one point, and and then I was like, nah, I'm going to build the ultimate garage. All right, right. Oh, you did. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was kind of tame because I I didn't I you know I I was just like eh eh I was oh, eh wait a minute you know, I was like eh a disclaimer what yeah just a, a disclaimer you know, just, it's a small <laughs> disclaimer because I was like eh you know if I had a if I had the money I'm thinking if I could go out and get these now. I would do it. All right. So here, here's my thing. I would do my Harley Davidson Livewire for my electric bike. Well, it's not available, do, but yes, I agree. It would be nice. I, I would have that if it was there. Uh, the other Harley I would have is the CVO Pro Street Breakout. My bad bike. Bad boy. Yeah, bad boy. Of course, I would have the Modus. Street bike, I would do the R1. New R1, beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yep, yep. Uh, of course, I would have my Roadmaster still. <laughs> <laughs> my, for a project. For, uh, whoa, whoa, time out, time out. So money, what? no object, you still wouldn't? I would was, I was still have my uh, my uh, Roadmaster. Wow, yep. nice. Yeah. Nice. I, was, I, I love that bike. I, I can't talk enough about it. Okay. Um, uh, project bike wise, I would do a the um, Indian Harley rat bike because that's cool <laughs> to me. <laughs> that would be my project bike. You need two um, more. Yep, and I'll do the Moto Guzzi Flying Fortress. Considered that. Yeah, um, for the cars, I would do the Dodge Demon and the Tesla P one hundred D. You're over the limit, but keep going. But that's, 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 that's where it stopped right there. <laughs> Those are my bikes I would have. That's eight plus one. You got to drop one. Wow. <laughs> Some, somebody's got to go. All right. Let's see. If I had to get rid of one, which one would it be? <laughs> let's see. You don't want a Dodge Demon. What are you going to do with that? Uh, it's a Dodge Demon. I mean, come on. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, I'll get rid of the live wire. There it goes. Delete. Yeah, because you can't get it. Yeah. So it's irrelevant. Yep. Nice. Nicely done. All right, Deb. So have we given you enough context to, to play in our little reindeer games? I believe you have. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you have. I got my pencil ready. I might I actually use a, a thick point, like black ballpoint pen is what I like. The you know, ink pens, I should say. 
Anyway. Very nice. No pencils here. Not very nice. Okay. So um, let's do the BMWs first because we know they're going to come out. So if I had my dream garage, I would have a BMW R1200RT, of course. Nice sport touring, beautiful, fabulous model. Uh, number two, the BMW G310R, only because that <laughs> thing looks like it could be so much fun. Lightweight. I could just feel it in the curves. You could just be crazy and fun and, you know, and not worry about too much as far as weight. Um, a couple of the off ones, you're probably not going to believe this, but the uh, Yamaha uh, YZ250. I learned how to ride a motorcycle on a TTR125 and enjoyed that immensely. And uh, it might be kind of fun to take it out on the dirt weekends, you know, do a few jumps, this, that, the other thing. I don't know. Well, if that, if my memory serves me correct, that's a two-stroke. So that's a beast. Yes. The YZ250. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's no joke. <laughs> well, I love speed. You forgot that, didn't you? <laughs> Sorry, who am I talking to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so the street bike, you know, following up on that, my, the street bike that I actually first learned on before my husband pulled me off and put me on the uh, Honda Rebel was a Suzuki SV650. Fun, fun, fun bike. And uh, he saw that I loved the speed too much and got a hold of too much throttle. So he he, he's, he sent me back in class a little bit to make sure that ah. <laughs> wasn't going to hurt myself. It's like, whoa there. <laughs> slow down there, girlfriend. Slow down, slow down. So uh, the, the other dream uh, vehicle that I have is a Ural sidecar. Ural, 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 I don't know. However you say it. The Russian Either motorcycle one. Ural. Uh, with the sidecar unit. I have been dying for one of those for a couple of years now um, with the thought that I could go out on a Sunday afternoon, call you know a girlfriend at a time and say, hey, get your little half helmet. I'm going to pick you up. We're going to lunch. We're going to go drive along the beach. We're going to do something fun. It's a fun in-town vehicle, I think. And I really, really, really want one of those super bad. So. Well, I not to interrupt, but hopefully you got a mechanic with you. <laughs> As I was say, test um, drive one first. <laughs> well, I have one in house, so remember, right. it's, it's all so good. Sure he goes with you. Just okay. make sure you listen to the show so he gets an idea. Okay. It's all good. And, and, and then yep. the other thing to talk about that while you're in Charlotte, they have some at the uh, Charlotte motorcycle uh, motorcycles in Charlotte. They are yes. a dealer. There, yeah, I, there are two I've I've seen and I've sat on those in November that they were awesome. Um, BMW also makes a really, I mean, obviously, but they're super expensive because they're all vintage and and all that. But um, Ural usually seems to be a little more price, you know, price friendly. So <laughs> friendly, friendly, probably because of the you know issues with the mechanics. I don't know, but and the next motorcycle is the Zero DSR ZF. Nice, nice, really electric. Yeah, I, mean, I just yeah. I've heard so much. I have not ridden one yet, but I've heard so much about how you just you just roll on the throttle and there's just instant power. Yep, um, no hesitation. It's just amazing and fast. And so I, I mean, aside from we've discussed that, I think in the very first show, I believe I was mm -hmm. on there with you all, and I I didn't know anything about them, but now I've kind of done some research and heard some um, talk to people about them and their comments that I really want to give that a shot and would love to have that in my garage. How much fun would that be? I mean, oh, yeah. I still trying to find your power source on the road, but you know, yep. MOC has those too. Yes. While yes. you're there, <laughs> that's going to be like a weekend. It seems like <laughs> that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> Very nice. So, what are we up to? Six? Yeah, six. But the last one I was thinking motorcycle and you know, I just had to go to my, my most favorite ever. Um, they've come up with a brand new one, but I've always loved, this is a vehicle, the Lexus Coupe. 
the two-seater, I mean, two-door, two-seater. It is the most beautiful vehicle. They've got the new RCF 2017 model. It is like mm. beyond like gorgeous for me anyway. So it looks very Batman-ish talking about that. So yeah. Nice. And nice vehicle. And now you need to look at it. What was the Lexus? What? Lexus RCF. Yeah. What was that? Oh yeah. That's a badass car. Yeah. It's just so Oh yeah. Yeah. That's 400 and (laughs) 456 Rico. 467. Yeah. Yeah. And you're talking, you're talking to the fashionista who loves what? Speed. Speed. Yeah. I, I, I guess we do see that guys. Yeah. 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 Very that's nice. that's money, a money no object, obviously. You know that would be a money no object uh, purchase, but yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's it. Wait, you need a pro- you need a project. My project is my bike that I currently have. Yeah. <laughs> R- the BMW R eleven hundred RSL the ninety four. Um, I can pretty much. I mean, I haven't learned to do everything on the bike, but I'm learning as as time goes by to do a lot of things on the bike, which is is fun. It's a lot of fun. So it's yeah. You know yeah. Right. Pretty, pretty. Um, I wouldn't say simple, but it's very uh, logical. So, well, that that's a good topic. So, la- last time you were on, you were going to start doing maintenance, starting with the oil change. So, h- how far have you gone in the maintenance department? <laughs> um, oil change. <laughs> I could plug a tire. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna do some some uh, adjusting of the points, but I haven't gotten that far yet, just because again, schedule. Sometimes it just doesn't, you know, and and the days that. I get called out to the garage to maybe learn those things. I'm not interested because I'm my head somewhere else, you know? Yeah. So, you know, thinking of it, a new article to come up with or something. So yeah, but I'll get there. So yeah. Well, that's cool. That's where I'm starting with my, I think I mentioned that before my hardly, I don't, I don't do any maintenance on it. I always take it to the dealer. So I'm going to start with the oil and start doing all the work myself. Great. So awesome. I'll follow your lead. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. In, in fact, a quick little uh, side note on when I was on the road to the old uh, Florida trip for old Florida, uh, I, w- I went through a little town called Steenhatchee, Florida, which is a, a little fishing village uh, on the Gulf Coast. And um, my the bike started acting up. I was I was sailing sailing through the little city about 15, 20 miles an hour, and the bike just cut off as I was rolling down the road. And I looked down and said, "Well, that's not good." So I pushed the the uh, start switch, and it it came back up again. But it was acting. Um, it was very um, it was just idling very rough. And so I pulled into a, the, it's hard to find a place to pull in right there near the water. It, everything's coquina or oyster shell parking lots. So you have yeah. to you know, find some good solid concrete to pull in. And so I finally pulled in there and, and kind of was able to figure it out. It was, it was a, uh, actually had a, a tank of um, bad fuel. So yeah. Oh, bummer. But yeah. But at least I was able to kind of figure it out myself and, and just move on down the road. It just took a minute for it just to kind of sit and relax a little bit and, Yep. I put some new gas in and it was fine. So we're all good. Very nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, Deb. Thanks, uh, John and Rico. That was a lot of fun. And we're also doing this in the clubhouse. Like we mentioned, this was, you know, again, born out of the riders group. So a great idea by Mike. And we all had a ton of fun with picking our ultimate garage today. And we'll be talking about this, I'm sure, again and again. All right. So one more thing. Deb, we usually do events towards the end here before we close out. We talk about events we're interested in and mostly the stuff that we're attending. Uh, before I do that, are there any events or activities that you have coming up that you want to mention? 
Um, I do. In May, May 5th through the 7th, there is a, a women's motorcycling gathering up in Little Switzerland, North Carolina, the second annual Mountain Moxie event. Uh, it's a weekend full of seminars. Um, we've got vendors up there, a lot of you know fellowship, that kind of thing going on. Um, also in July, um, the BMW MOA rally will be in Salt Lake City, Utah. That is mid-July. The dates, I believe, are the 15th through the 17th somewhere in there, 14, 17, something like that. And that's it. I mean, I've got other things scheduled, but those are the things of the events coming up. So <laughs> nothing in the fall, like around October. Uh, you know what I have? Well, you know, guys, I didn't want to break the bad news to you, but I'm, oh, gonna, no. I'm doing the, I'm doing the 50 CC then <laughs> I will be traveling from Jacksonville starting out on September 29th. Uh, heading to San Diego in 50 hours. And then after that's over, heading up the coast all the way up to uh, on Highway 1 to Washington State and then making my way back down and home. So I'm sorry. <laughs> that's it. We're going to Sturgis then. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it, Barbara. Awesome. Jeez. <laughs> Maricade? <laughs> Maricade sounds good. That's June. Is that not? Maricade's June, right? June, yeah. Yeah, June. Yeah, that, that's a possibility, actually. Oh, I've heard good, good, we've heard good things about that. Good riding, you know, not just the the bike week scene, but good riding up there too. Yeah. Same here. So let's, 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 let's talk about it. All right. We'll talk about that. All right. So on the event side for us, we are going to try our best to see the American flat track race in Charlotte, April 1st. Uh, John's going to the mountain meetup with the vloggers, April 7th through the 9th. Yep. And... That's it. Everything else is tentative. Okay, I guess we'll leave it there. All right, with that, I would like to thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And that would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Thanks again, Zion, for hanging out and joining us on the last episode. Yeah, man. Also, barbershop rider Chuck, riders group Steve, Mike, Micah, Mark, and Jim, followed by our insider, Kenny. I was on the live stream. What up? Loudpipes.net slash donate is the place to be if you want to get in on all of the fun that we've been having in the clubhouse, post your your ultimate garage list, and all the other shenanigans that happen there. Also, loudpipes.net slash store if you're looking for show merchandise, and that also gives John something to do over the weekend when he's not waxing his Can-Am. Yeah. <laughs> waxing? There's no waxing involved. It's Friday, man. <laughs> wax on, wax off. Additional information for this episode, including links and images, can be found on our website, loudpipes.net slash 77. Here you have links to leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, and follow us on social media. And also, while you're there, check us out on iTunes, drop us a rating or a review. And we have a recent review to talk about. And this comes from Forest Boy North is the tagline. It's titled Road Trips and Friends. And he says, and I quote, even though I am definitely not a cruiser rider, these guys are fun to listen to during my commute, and they bridge the gap between two, and a nod to John, three wheels, end quote. Sweet. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Forrest Boy, thank you for that. We appreciate it. We'll put the kickstands up. Mr. Hogan? Yeah, man. Let's do this. Shabila. Johnny John? Let's go, guys. And Deb, we'll let you have the last word. Aw, oh, thanks. Doing great, guys. Can't wait till next time. Take care, everyone. Peace. Oh, see, I gave you the last word, and I took it away. Oh, oh you did. You did. <laughs> All right. Ride see safe. See how he is. Have a, have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. 